Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We know your life will be changed for the better by listening to God's word. If you'd like to know more about Trinity Beaumont or contribute to our ministry, please visit www.trinitybeaumont.com. heaven come Lord let your will be done on earth can we just pray that for just a moment can we pray pray for our city pray for our nation pray for our friends pray for our family let heaven come let your will be done Lord let it start here in my life let it start in my heart God, we bow to heaven. We bow to you. We surrender with our our lives laid out before you to say, not my will, God. Not what we want. God, not what is easy, not what is normal, not what is comfortable. You ought to just say no, no. Sometimes I do that. I shout to my flesh. I shout to my, my mind, my will, and my emotions. I shout to Satan. I say, no, no. Jesus' name. I will not bow to me. I will not bow to self. I will not bow to the spirit of this godless age. No. To everything else that is not of him. Come on, who's with me this morning? No, to everything else that is not of Jesus. Like Colin was singing, you can have it all. You can have my mind. You can have my will. You can have my emotions. You can have, God, my thoughts, all my doubts, all my questions, all my beliefs, all my, me, my ways. Jesus. Let's pray in the spirit. Let's press into him this morning. If you don't know, if you can't pray in the spirit, you ought to just pray Jesus, 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 Jesus. Pray the name of Jesus. Jesus. Come on, we're praying heaven. Heaven come. Pray that name of Jesus. Heaven come. Jesus. Let's lift up our prayers to heaven this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, all my prayer warriors. Come on. Let's lift it up. Let it out. We're here for heaven this morning. Come on. If you came for a man, if you came for anything else, we're here for heaven. We're here for the king of heaven. We're here for the king of glory, Jesus. Come on, in his will. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said, your will, Lord. Your will on earth as it is in heaven. Your will, Lord. Not me. Not me. Come on, who would say that's your prayer this morning? Come on, say that's me. That's me. Jesus. Jesus, we want you. Guys, he's here. He's here. Jesus, we honor you. Jesus, we honor you. Nobody moving around, nobody looking around if you if you possibly can. His presence is in the room.
Yeah, come on, tell him. Worthy, holy. Mm, thank you, Lord. Make some noise if you came in and you feel different now, like in a good way. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if you want to feel different, I really believe that all you need to do is just lift your hands to heaven right now and just say, I surrender. Just bow, give your heart, give your life completely to, to heaven and to the will of the maker of heaven and earth. Just say, I surrender. If, you, if, if you, Burdens have literally no place in his presence. Heaviness is not heaviness to the maker of heaven and earth. He gives beauty for ashes. Joy for mourning. Praise for heaviness. Anybody else feel feel better? Feeling good? Thank you, Lord. We honor you. We worship you. There's no one like our God. And I remind my soul, don't forget it. I'm not going to let the rocks cry out in my place. I'm not going to let these chairs take my place. I'm not going to let my neighbor take my place. To bow before him to reverence him. The Bible records that mountains melt before him. <laughs> that the seas will cease to exist. The majesty of him. That the stars and all the sky were formed by a word. And it is why the angels ceaselessly cry, Holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy. Because there has never been, and there never will be, one who compares to the greatness of our God. The splendor and majesty of our king is incomparable. And he clothed us with that. That we should not forget in order that we should be set apart. 
unto him. In him. With him. And nothing else comes even close. You know, it's the sound of heaven that is so mesmerizing. Um, kind of sounds like this. I got to hear uh, angels last year in the Dominican. And it just really similar to that sound in, in, a, in a way. We had, um, we had just finished a, uh, a service on Sunday morning and um, the power of God was so present in that place that What he did was just so great. And at the very end, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, the signs, miracles, and wonders, you know, you name it, people were having visions, you know, demons were being cast out. I mean, like fleeing, like literally like screaming at the mention of his name. And, um, you know, signs, miracles, wonders, like healings, like manifestations, you know, Legs, eyes, ears, uh, brains, all sorts of, you know, supernatural things that no doctors could even do. Even if they had the, the you know, the means, the money, the, the surgical equipment, which is not common where we were. And we got to the end of service. I just, heaven opened up. I heard angels. We all did. All of my team. And they looked over me. They said, hey, did you hear those angels? And I thought, what do you mean? They said, they were right behind us. And I turned around to look, but there wasn't even a, somebody right behind us. I'd heard the singing. But there was nobody behind us, not for, you know, two, three, four rows. And it sounded just like, you know, like a, a, a female's voice, the, the, the sound that I heard. But there were guys behind us, you know, further around, but no women. I nearly fell out of my chair. It can be so hard to grasp that heaven is for real, right? 
And yet all of us plan on being with the one who lives there. The thing about heaven, though, is that we're not waiting. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. I realize that that is somewhat of a confusing or somewhat hard to understand statement. Like, how can we access heaven when I can't see it? How do we live with the reality that heaven has come to earth? How do we live with that being a reality when the reality that we live in is not that? Anybody? Faith, I like it. It's a good one. Faith, the assurance that what we hope for, the evidence of what we don't see, we believe in, we trust. I like that word, faith. I like trust. Anybody ever done a trust fall before? You guys going to catch me? Got me? Appreciate it. How do we access, how do we live in a reality of heaven on earth? I don't have all the answers. I don't know that anyone does, except Holy Spirit. All I know that is if and, and or when... You get still enough. You get quiet enough. You can feel him. You can sense that he's here. How many in, how many, um, in here would say that they sensed and felt God's presence this morning by a show of hands? All over the room. Hands up everywhere. Because he is the air that we breathe. You do realize that, right? I know for for me, I forget that. It's like, it's oxygen that I'm breathing. But Jesus said in, in John 20, he said, I breathe on you the breath of life. And it's funny because there was a room full of skeletons. Oh, no, there weren't. There's a room full of living, breathing human beings. And he said, I breathe on you the breath of life. John 20, 22, you can look it up. I breathe on you the breath of life. Well, what were they doing if they weren't breathing life? Were they living? so much of the Bible seems like riddles, doesn't it? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to make sense of with that knowledge? There is more. There's more than what you can see. There's more than what you can feel. And there's more 
for you and I and the, the life that we live and the air that we breathe. There's more purpose than just sucking in oxygen and spitting out carbon dioxide. Come on, where's my believers at in here this morning? Amen. There's more. Amen. There's more. And I just really am so impressed with the presence of God in here this morning to do exactly that, impress upon you that yours and my parts is far from finished, it's far from over, and it has more to do with our access to heaven than it has to do with fighting against flesh and blood. How many of you guys understand that high ground has an advantage? As strong as Macy is, would you come here for a second? And somewhat heavier and bigger than I am, grab my hand and try to pull me down. You're probably going to be able to, but no, try, try to. Okay. We can all see that's a little fight for Macy. He got me. But I think if I had had both hands, I might have been able to keep stay up here. We'll, we'll rematch later. That being said, open up your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. And read with me the words of the Lord himself speaking to believers that says we are seated in heavenly places. Two, six, verse six. And I have a question for you. Do you guys think that heaven is above or below earth? Yeah. Do you think that heaven is being seated with Christ in heavenly places is a higher position than where you are now or is a lower position? I think it's higher. I think it's so much higher. I don't think there's any comparison because of what Philippians teaches us about the name of Christ, that, it, it, that he has the name that is above every name. And if we are in Christ, if we are with him, seated in heavenly places, then I think it's important for you and I to pay attention to the position that has been reserved. How many of you guys... Um, like reservations, having a, a reserved seat. That's nice, right? And so you and I, we're waiting to get to heaven, right? It's, or so it seems. But the truth of this scripture teaches us that he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are what? United with him. And so, again, we ask this question about how do we access heaven? We be still and quiet long enough to listen to the truths and realities of this. Heaven is inside us. And you can't open up a, a human being and find heaven. You can't dig it out of somebody. You can't buy it. 
can't pay anybody money to access this. It's a truth that you and I were set apart for him, with him. And if we do nothing the rest of our days here on earth but to be with him, our time would be spent well. But as the chapter goes on to read, we're not saved by our good works, we're saved for good works. And I like what little John teaches us about. It says, for this reason, the Son of Man was manifested in order that he would destroy the works of darkness. And what does it look like? What does it mean to destroy the works of darkness? I believe it means bringing heaven to earth. I believe that, that some of those realities of heaven are like the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I believe that the manifestations of, hev- of heaven in our life ought to be that we literally look unlike the world in so many different ways. Maybe in, in, in a natural occurrence in the fact that we all bear a... a, a human being resemblance is, is true and that in order that we have the, the same or similar anatomy as human beings, that we all bleed red. But beyond that, I, I, I believe and I'm convinced, especially when I read the book of Acts, that our job is to bring heaven to earth that our job is to, to live in heavenly realities, that we should not be doing this pushing and pulling with earth because somebody who is seated is not somebody who is still working. So when we read this, that we are seated in heavenly places, and that we don't fight against flesh and blood. It doesn't mean that we don't fight or that we don't do anything because, like I said, we are saved for good works. We're not saved by them, but we are saved for them. Tell your neighbor. God made you for good works. In order that your faith may display God's nature and character. You don't have to say all that. Definitely, God made you for good works, not to stay still and, and do nothing and have no reason to breathe or to, to live or to go on with, with nothing and emptiness. And how many of us go through so many of our days? This is not to pick, pick on anybody because like I talked to you guys about last week, my life is so much like this where I... I have had, especially in the past, a bad tendency to just stay busy. And, and I work. I work to work. I work because I'm told to. Because, well, in, in any case, I'm caught up in, in the ways of this world. But the ways of the world, how many of you guys would, would agree with this? The ways of the world and the ways of heaven are, are completely opposite. Amen? Amen. And so it's, it's not about fighting against flesh and blood, but it is about fighting. I have a question for you. Do you guys remember how Jesus fought? He did. He spoke the word of God. Sometimes in, in anger, sometimes in sorrow, sometimes in ways that are... are too far to comprehend. But he was always speaking. He was always conversing. Do you guys remember who, who he talked about all the time? His father. I and my father are one. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. If, you, if you've heard me, you've, you've heard from the father because I don't speak of my own authority. 
And I wonder which one of us in here could say that. I can't. More times than not, because I'm too busy listening to other voices. And how do you how many of you guys know that when we got all the 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 noise we've got all the levels of distraction around us that it's really hard to release something that is not inside of you Now, normally, I would not talk to you guys about heaven. And, Andrew, if you want to come help me out, that'll be fine. But when Carrie asked me what I was going to talk about this morning, I, I told her, I said, I literally don't know. But if there's one thing for sure is that I feel is the holiness of God in this room. And God manifests his holiness for a reason. How many of you guys know that God doesn't just go places pointlessly? You know, sometimes I do that. I'm like, why am I even here right now? <laughs> like scrolling on my phone, like thinking about something I shouldn't be thinking about, right? It's not like I just go to work pointlessly or that I, you know, pastor pointlessly or I go to church pointlessly because I, in, in my mind I'm thinking, you know, I have to do those things. But there is so much to be said about the power of presence. And as we close out this morning, I'd like you to just really ask the Lord to reveal that to you. About the power of his presence within you. The power of his presence with you. And, and the power of your presence with those around you. See, because the, the manifestation of God's power and his presence within your heart, again, I say, is not without purpose. Every time God shows up somewhere, it's because there was room made for him there. And so as we go through this week fasting and praying and, and joining together, with heaven, because how many of you guys know that heaven has, has already made preparations for the return of the king? There are going to be days and times that he just shows up because there's room made for him. If you don't make room, then he doesn't come. Didn't Jesus say in Revelations, behold, I stand at the door and knock? He's so good and so lovely and so worthy. And so let's not miss this time that we have together with him. On earth as it what? As it is in heaven. Is there any separation in heaven from his goodness? From the, the, the radiation of his glory and his character and his love? And his lights? Is there any division among his people there? Is there any sadness? Are there any tears? Is there any bitterness? Is there any sorrow? Can't you hear heaven this morning?
beckoning. I just like to do that as we close, just to pray and, and even sing for heaven to come. And, and for all of you who are here this morning and you would say that you've been touched by this message because I know I have, I'd like you to respond in the way that we started, um, so to speak, and just surrender to just almost, if you will, cast off your burdens, cast off your cares with this kind of symbolism And to open up your heart, open up your spirit, open up your soul, even in the windows of who you are, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And if you are full of worry, or if you're feeling weary, then come. Come to the altar. And let us pray for heaven to come onto this home, the place where he lives. Can you just do that all over this room? Can we just, Jesus, you come. Come into this room. Come into the home that is my heart. make a place for you, Lord. who in here would say that you want have you want more of heaven in your life by raise of hands just all over this room you want more of a reality of heaven in your life every day keep those hands lifted if you will just in surrender and reverence to heaven pray with me that God would just supersede your own ability. And just give him permission. Just say, I give you permission to move, Lord. If you need to make him Lord of your life right now, if you need to return to him, if you let anything else get in the way right now, you just need to say, I repent. A little correction is a good thing for getting to the right destination. But if you never get back on the right path, you may never get to where he's made a place for you. So, Lord, we repent for all the times that we miss it, for all the times that we let whatever it may be get in the way. I don't know what that is for you. Thoughts, worry, concern. I just see all those troubles right now at your feet. All that worry, if, if you're carrying baggage, I'd just like you to cast that to the cross. Just see Calvary in your mind. And just see, see the master going to the cross for you, just taking your worry, your shame, your burdens. Just let that go. Let go of self.
Just have your way, Lord. We just pray, have your way on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. It's our prayer, Lord. In humility, God, we come, bowed before you, in reverence of your holy name, to say we, we surrender, Lord. We bow before you. We bow before heaven. And we say, let heaven come. I hear there's a wind blowing right now. It's like a cool breeze. Come on, let heaven come. give you permission our hearts are yours yes we want you we want you Lord we want you strings attached Lord we want you This is making room, guys. This is making room for heaven. It's invading the cracks and crevices, the corners. Those places of flesh that are unruly, those soulish parts of our mind that beg and cry out for, clamoring for our attention. As if your hunger could satisfy your soul, your spirit. bridegroom is returning for a bride.
who's waiting, who's ready to receive her king. And Jesus, we say with humility that we are that bride, with grace that we know that you paid for this, that we don't deserve this, we didn't earn this spot. that the chains were too great for us, God. And yet, when we were far from you, Lord, when we were so far and even unaware of our brokenness and our loss, not even knowing we were blind. Lord, you came and you saved us, a wretch like me. Lord, you found me. And you still find me. You still chase me down. Come on. Who in here in this room would say, that's me? You never stop chasing. You never stop going after That one part of my life that needs you so desperately that I try to keep hidden from you, that I'm ashamed of, you're not, God. You see me in my dirt. You see me in my mess. And you say I'm worthy. You don't name me by my sin or my flaws, by my shortcomings, by my failures. You say, if you just come to me, and don't worry. I'll fix that stuff later. Just let me have your heart. Just surrender to my ways. I'll invade you. I'll invade every part of you. I'll chase down all the rest. I'll, I'll worry about the stuff when, it, when I need to. But you come, daughter. Come on, you come. You come. My king. My prince, my queen, you come into this place I've reserved for you. To that place that we all eventually go to rest. In that home that he made for us when he said, if I leave, I'm going to come back for you. The return... It's not an event. It's a lifestyle. The ministry of reconciliation. While we are far away from him, Christ, God in Christ, reconciled the world to himself. Not condemning the world. Not condemning any single one of us. But saying, I forgive you. And there's no other way that we must go to this world than in that same way of reconciling the world, sharing that ministry of reconciliation and living, my friends, living in that reconciliation of friendship with our maker, family, friendship, There is more, because there's always more. <laughs> like that ridiculous dad who's always got something else extra up his sleeve, always messing, always playing, always having fun, always watching. 
such a good watcher, such a good carer for his flock, for his kids. Knows every single one of their burdens, all their, all their stuff. And he just says, come. because you're so valuable, you're so lovely, you're so worthy. I really do pray as we close out here that you take that home, that you walk home with that, knowing your value, knowing your worth, knowing the preciousness of your, your life, the prize that is your heart, that before you could ever do anything for heaven. He saw you and he knew you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He made you so careful, carefully, so intricately. God established all the days of your life in a book they are written, every single one of them. The good ones, the bad ones. And he, he, he said, I choose you. Yeah, I want you. So I know you guys are going to do so well at sharing this message with those around us today and the days to come because the return is imminent. Amen. Amen. The return is imminent. Our King is coming. And there's so much hope for all those who have their hope in Jesus. What a friend we have in him. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. So yes, let us love God. Let us, with everything that we have, chase after him in order that we can share the good news with those around us by loving them and in everything that we do lead so well that we can raise a generation that we can share this good news with those around us that no man would be left behind, amen.